This is a HeadGum Podcast. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome back to Buckets. We are inching closer to the home opener, just a mere 24 days away or something. So let's talk basketball with Billy Scafuri. You getting bucket buckets. Welcome back to the basketball season, and welcome back to us to HeadGum Studios in Los Angeles, California. Oh yeah, we are together in a room, not on a Zoom, Mm -hmm. but recording into a Zoom. It feels like every podcast who has done their first in-person podcast spends the first two minutes of said podcast talking about how they are in the same room. Yeah, you have to address the elephant off the Zoom. That's right. Nice. And in the room. (laughs) Uh, But we are in the midst of Media Day, which is kind of a fun welcome back to school vibes and it like lines up with back to school as well yeah it's there's two ways media day has gone for teams thus far some like the lakers and seemingly like the knicks it's been all positive playful vibes good vibes yeah showing off the friendships as much as the chemistry exactly behind the scenes they're rooting for each other type (laughs) vibes yeah and then there's teams like the washington (laughs) wizards where it's like wait bradley didn't get what? He had so many months to... Yeah. yeah. Or the Nets, where it's like, uh, Kevin, what do you think about Kyrie Irving saying that he won't be playing in any home games? He's yes. like, I don't know, man. Yeah. Don't ask me about that. Like, they brought in Letterman <laughs> to try and, like, ease the burn of Kyrie Irving, and no one was talking about that. They brought in human props. Does Durant know Letterman? Does he care about Letterman? My read was, and if anyone hasn't seen it, David Letterman offered up a bunch of questions <laughs> to Kevin Durant that were asinine. Why is your nickname KD? Yeah. Uh, do you laugh when you play against the Pelicans? Which is weird, just because, like, that's a bit like Jay Leno would have done in sure. the 90s, and everyone would have cracked up at it. That's right. Now it's like, it's we're in the middle of Corona. You are like an evil-looking yeah. Santa Claus, David Letterman. <laughs> doesn't even have a show i don't think i'm pretty sure he retired his show before durant was born so i don't know if but that being what this said, is for yeah i do think durant was in on the joke oh so he was sort of deadpanning his response that's my read do you think the nets would set him up to fail like that i don't think the nets uh knew what dave was gonna ask they'd be like all right let's ask all these questions including dave letterman you get to ask some questions too i just worked on enough projects where when you're gonna make a funny choice so many people put their hands in it and it feels like the nets have to be like dave just send us like a notes app of the questions that you're thinking so yeah so durant you think had pre-approved he's gonna ask you what kd stands for and then you have to say in a deadpan way I think there's Kevin a Nets executive who knows the questions, and he doesn't tell them to KD, but internally he's vetted them, and he can tell KD, you're going to get a couple of goofy <laughs> questions from a guy with a long white beard. Just this, play along. This sounds like an episode of Veep. Like, yes. The Nets media day, which is like, you know, everything's on fire. Kyrie Irving is literally Correct. not there because he refuses to get Correct. vaccinated. And then a, an assistant PR guy like, all right, Dave has a few wacky questions. That like, is not so now. amazing. <laughs> the fact that the Knicks are the like calm and collected team in New York is such a sea change from what we were all expecting. It's almost, too, it all happened too much too fast too soon with Kyrie and KD. Is it chaos from the fans' perspective? Is this just like us from the outside looking in and being like, that's a crazy organization 
organization right now? Or do you think that it's actually not as crazy as it seems? They all knew that Kyrie wasn't coming, that he wasn't getting the shot. It seems like it's a the it's the equivalent of a holdout. Like I know we're here to talk about, mm-hmm. it's like the Ben Simmons situation. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to ask questions about Ben. What is he going to do? We don't know. Mm-hmm. Everyone wants to ask questions about Kyrie. What mm-hmm. is he going to, we don't know. Like, it's just like this black cloud that's right. hanging over. Yeah. But at a certain point, I wonder if the Nets players are like, just get the shot. That's what I think everybody <laughs> wants to know. Right. Especially in Brooklyn. Cause like no one's going to tell Brad Beal what to do. He is so much the alpha on that team. Right. But when you have KD and Harden, you know, two of the greatest players in the NBA, like, I feel like they might have a little bit of, like... Sway? Yeah, yeah. you think? I mean, LeBron got it. LeBron was, like, on the fence for whatever reason. Were and... you surprised to even read that? that yes. he was on the fence? Oh, no, no. Uh, I was surprised that he, there were, like, murmurs of him not getting it. Yeah. Like, it's a personal decision, and I don't want to say I'm, like... It seems like he's the kind of guy, like, who openly, like, campaigns for Hillary Clinton. Like, he's not afraid right. of the political blowback of or things. science to yeah. a certain extent he like owns a school right. he runs a school that teaches science yes so it's weird that it took him that long but it proves we don't know these dudes no we don't know any <laughs> of these people as people no but uh, and then we what we think we know about Kyrie is kind of right like i would have guessed of any player yeah. on the nets or lakers didn't get vaccinated yes it this, would be Kyrie. he has a funny resume i wish that we had some of like the most famous like odd Kyrie moments pulled up that we could like go through but two that come to mind was one from this past season when he said he was going to burn sage before every game on the home court yeah just felt a little performative a little yeah. like i don't think that's going to be for all 72 games yeah but the one that people forget and you and i bring it up every so often <laughs> when he was on the boston celtics but leaving the boston celtics yeah game seven of the playoffs didn't against sit with his, his old team against his old team eastern did, conference finals i believe huge game most important game. He couldn't play because of a broken nose. But that being said, he could have been sitting with his teammates and 100% <laughs> like giving them coaching or whatever he could provide. Yep. Where was he, Amir? He was getting surgery for a deviated septum that day. He organized a deviated <laughs> septum surgery that day and time. He was a little bit of a mouth breather that year. Mm. He's like, you know what? Uh, May 29th, we have game seven, but let's do, let's just do it then. Mm. I want to get it over with. Yeah. In case we make the finals, I want to be able to like be on the bench with my team. That's right. Out of my nose. That was shady as hell. And then I rewind even further and I'm like, oh yeah, Kyrie, when he left the Cavs, like, didn't he do a little bit of shit talking being like about LeBron James and how like it just wasn't a right fit or something? Yeah. He didn't want to be his little brother, I think was the problem. Right. He was ready to be a big brother. Now he's a big brother (laughs) and all the little brothers are like. Don't be so stupid, big brother. Come on. Why do you have to be this way? He is a handful, man. And the Nets are great. Like, I saw, like, close from this, their media day. I'm like, oh, God. they. I forgot they got, like, Patty Mills, Javon Carter, LaMarcus Aldridge, Blake Griff. Like, they are a stacked team. Which might be a good segue into what we're doing today. Which right. is that they are, you have to imagine, the undoubted favorites of their division and probably conference. Yes. And I, I think they're still title favorites right mm-hmm. now. So, okay. yeah, I was I figured we should hop division by division talking about who do we think will win each little uh, group link. People forget that the NBA is even in divisions. I because, was about to say the yeah. same exact thing. If you were to say, like, name the divisions, yeah. I'd be like Northwest, yeah. Southeast. Yeah, Pacific, I remember because the Lakers mm-hmm. growing up and then there's the new york one and so there are six divisions i think there are six divisions three per conference okay one two three four five six that's correct 
Division winners. No one really celebrates being a division winner, do they? Well, that's when the Laker fans make fun of Clipper fans. It's like, you guys hang division winner banners Damn. because like that's what you do. It's I've, like, heard, you th- I've heard that insult before. Now that I have the context, <laughs> that is particularly cutting. Well done. Division, division banners. Division. You had a better record than three other teams. <laughs> Whoop-de-doo. <laughs> you were a four seed and lost in the first round, but I guess you won the Pacific this year. Print a banner. Okay. And that just means regular season. That's it. Like You just had the best record in that division yeah is the division winner and i've been thinking more about regular season rosters versus playoff season rosters lately about like there are certain teams that i think are going to be very good regular season teams and then you realize that superstars win the playoffs right because you play you played 11 people during the regular season that's right and then in the playoffs you play five lebron (laughs) lebron until the wheels fall off exactly right um okay so let's go division by division and we will um try to guesstimate who will win that division. Talk about storylines per um, little grouping. The Nets are still obviously huge favorites to win the Atlantic division minus 200. If you make a $200 bet, you'll only win a hundred bucks. Yeah. The second team is the Philadelphia 76ers. Mm. Talk about two teams with great uncertainty. They're plus 270. So like t- almost three to one to win their division. 76ers. If they get something good for Ben Simmons, is that not, you know, a thing? They're not getting something good for Ben Simmons. We're not going to go down this road right now. If you're thinking, here they go, another 12 minutes talking about Ben Simmons, they're just not going to get something good for Ben Simmons. But they're going to get something. They might get Ben Simmons. That's what might, they might keep Ben Simmons. I think that think might be the play best after return. All this? It'd be uncomfortable. It'd be weird. It'd be weird. But to me, when the over-under draft occurs, they are going to be the most fascinating pick. Because they seem like they could be a, a sweeping under if yeah. he just sits out for the entire season. Like, does Tobias Harris, Shake Milton, Tyrese Maxey, and Joel Embiid land you second in this division? Probably. I mean, the other options are the Celtics, the Knicks, or the Raptors. Hmm. The Raptors are kind of rebuilding, so you could take that out of the equation. The Knicks were good last year. Will they be as good this year? Or better? Because like, you need to be like a you know 50-something win team. Mm-hmm. Do the, the Knicks who were like in the 20 wins for a while, then became like a 500 team, 41. Can they take an even bigger leap? That's an interesting bet. If I know that uh, it, we're not saying who's going to come in second yeah. in the divisions. It's clearly the Nets. That's just a no-brainer. Um, but I'd be curious what the odds are that the Knicks have a better record at the end of the season than the Philadelphia 76ers this season. Just guess, looking at the odds, the Knicks are 25 to 1 to win the division. That's so insulting. I think <laughs> That's insulting. <laughs> it looks like the Sixers have a 90% chance of having a, be- having a better record than the Knicks. There is a path that the Knicks can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it requires three all-world superstars getting injured on the Brooklyn Nets. But yep. if that was to happen, there, I see a path. Well, what about just the Knicks and the Sixers? The Knicks and the Sixers, I could see a world in which the Knicks have a better record than the Sixers this year in, in the regular season. The and Knicks have require, one of those rosters. Yeah. Sorry, but the Knicks have one of those rosters that I was talking about, which is a regular season roster. They have 12 good players, super competent players that can just be rolling off the bench and just like beating you down over the course of the regular season. Mm-hmm. That same roster will not win two playoff series because you don't have that one superstar in the middle that will do it. So right. that's why I think that the Knicks could have a better regular season than the Sixers, and then Embiid could just crush them. In the right. Playoffs. And if Embiid gets hurt, then the Sixers aren't very much left because that's no Embiid, no Simmons. Then they're in the Clipper situation where it's like, are we accidentally in tank mode? We right. have a couple superstars that are coming back next year. Right. TBD. Um, okay. So we still like the Nets, and you're saying the Knicks, long shot odds uh, to take over the six that should be a fun bet is uh the knicks having a better record than the sixers in the regular season let me put a hypothetical on the nets real quick for you okay 
Kyrie doesn't play, and either James Harden or Kevin Durant misses three quarters of the season with an yeah. injury. Does that team with either Harden and the Nets or KD and the Nets win the division still? Probably, right? Yes. <laughs> they would still be there. One mm-hmm. player gone mm-hmm. for the season, the other one hurt, mm-hmm. still has the best player in that division. Yes. So they, so if you put all the Atlantic Division players in one pool, yes. the best three players are all in the Nets. Brooklyn Nets. Yeah. You could probably do that maybe about the entire league. You could the best put, three players might, you might be on the You Brooklyn might be Nets. able to put Embiid above Kyrie. Maybe. Yeah. That's a hard maybe. Yeah. Kyrie has won it all. <laughs> Kyrie has won it all. <laughs> and Embiid has won it not. Nope. Uh, Central Division, an even more runaway hit. Uh, there's the Bulls, the Come Cavs, on. the Pistons, the Pacers, and the Bucks. Come on. The Bucks are, you know, overwhelming, minus 1000 You put a $1,000 bet, all you win is $100. Mm-hmm. But we're talking about second-best teams. It looks like it's between the Bulls and the Pacers. The Bulls are going to be fun, right? I mean, they're kind of exciting. I saw pictures of their media day, and it was like Caruso, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan. How was the vibe? Were they vibing out? Were they goofing? I think they were goofing because they, they're all meeting each other for the first time. Okay. Lonzo there, too. Okay. It's, not like a, it's not like a Sacramento Kings media day where it's like, these guys again? Yeah, we already lost to these guys. That's fun. Nobody fucking knew here. That is like, like summer camp energy. Yeah. Where it's like, like meet your campers for the summer, and you're like, cool, he seems cool. Yeah. Oh, Lonzo's here. That's fun. We were uh, watching the Knicks videos of Media Day today, right before doing this, and Emmanuel quickly was doing the classic talking to R.J. Barrett while R.J. Barrett was being interviewed. And, oh yeah, and goofing behind his back, and you love that energy. You love the goofing. You yep. love the. I like the um, look into the camera and scream. That seems like a hard one to pull off. Yep. Yep. You're 22 years old. It's like 9:45 in the morning. Yep. Like, Come into this room. Stand on this green screen. Yep. And yell, go Bulls, or whatever into the camera. Fun story. I was once invited to uh, a film shoot for the NFL where they were filming Drew Brees, Deshaun Watson, OBJ, and maybe one other football player Uh doing the things where they just say to camera, Odell Beckham Jr., LSU, and then they flip a football. And then they also had them do the scream into the camera and do all these different things. And when I tell you that Deshaun Watson was not interested in (laughs) screaming into the camera, he could have been, his day could have been done an hour earlier. And they were like, just like a bigger yell. And he's like, man. And I was like, just yell, Deshaun, please, for all of us. Something like, is Kawhi yelling? Like, is every player, is Derrick Rose yelling? Like, mm. Dwight Howard's going to yell. Like, you're going to get a scream out of LeBron or AD. But like, there's some players like, no, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I think you just got to yell. Just yell for the camera. (laughs) Just yell for the camera. But back to the Bulls and Pacers, because we can get sidetracked by that. The Pacers are a complete mystery to me. Like, if, if you were to tell me, like, Karis Levert is going to be an all-star this year and it's his team, yeah, okay, I I don't know what to do with that team. Right. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I, the Bulls are, like, going to be exciting, but they are also, like, a complete chemistry question mark. I don't mind the Pistons at 80 to 1. I mean... 80 to 1. What if K is a... Is this, is this Jeremy Grant's year? <laughs> 80 to 1. Put down 100, win 8K. That's right. They have to beat who? The Pacers, the Bulls, the Bucks are tough. The Bucks might get in their way. The Cavs, yeah, and the Cavs. They mm, can beat the Cavs. The rebuilt Cavs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did lose Larry Nance Jr. Okay, I'll take a flyer on uh, on Detroit. Can yeah. you name four people on Detroit? Mm. I believe last time yes. you made me guess a, a player, and I, I thought he was on Detroit, and he was. It Was it Trey Lyles? Was that on, was on <laughs> Yes, I think so. I think so. Uh, Three others, non-named Jeremy Grant. Can you do it? Uh, Cade Cunningham. Good. Classic. Classic. 
uh, and then you know, of course, the other not named Jeremy Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other, the other two. Yeah. yeah, and the Plumley's gone. I would think. Yeah, he might yeah. be back. Uh, wait a minute. No. Mm-hmm. Wait. <laughs> this is the second week in a row where I have played the game. Who do they play for with Amir? The Detroit Pistons. A game edition. designed for Amir to have yeah. all the answers. The Pistons. Pistons. Eighty to one for a reason. <laughs> Seku Dumboya. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, Dumbaya. Yeah, 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 yeah. Svi was on that team. I think he left. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Kelly Olynyk might have uh, might Come have joined the squad. Yeah, it's hard to remember anything about the Pistons. So you listener at home, tweet yeah. at us and let us know Who's who plays the for Pistons? the Pistons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can Google it, but we really need to hear it via tweets. Yep. Uh, here's a sexy division: the NBA Northwest Division. Mm. You think you can name the teams in this division? The NBA Northwest Division. So we're looking at Golden State. We're looking at Portland. Uh, Portland, yes. Golden State, no. Excuse me? Yeah. Okay. Um, Here's a hint. Portland is the only team in the actual Northwest of I'm America. I'm going to pass playing this game, and you tell me who is in their division. Utah-Denver? Uh, yes, that's right. Denver, Utah, Portland, Minnesota, and the Thunder. Minnesota and the Thunder. Oklahoma. Where is Oklahoma on the map? Oklahoma's right above Texas. Okay. Definitely not in the Northwest. The North? So it's not nope. the North or the West? No. Okay. No, no, no. I think it's because they were in Seattle. So they're like, uh, you guys are grandfathered into this division. It's a bummer for travel, but okay. <laughs> they're 100 to 1 to win. Oklahoma City. Yeah. Okay. Are they the lowest to win? They are the lowest, lowest to win. Yeah. Okay. Uh, the odds on favorite, of course, the Utah Jazz. Uh, the Nuggets are Nuggets are plus two seventy. I'll tell you, this is a this that's is, not a bad that's pick. A, that's a little bet right there. They gave a lot of money to a couple players this season. Yes, they just signed MPJ to the max. Yes, they gave him the big boy bag. What do you think happened over the summer that they were like, "It's going to happen right now. We're paying you right here, right now." I think they have. To, if they didn't give it to him now, then he becomes like a either free agent or restricted free agent at the end of the year. So they're like, we can lock in this nucleus of Gordon, who I think they extended as well. Yep. MPJ plus Murray when he comes back and Jokic. Yep. That's a, you wish Murray was there. (laughs) You wish Murray was there. Yeah. Players are coming back earlier and earlier. Like I could see him coming back from an ACL in like February. But will they have a better record than Utah at that point? Probably not unless something wacky happens in Utah. But like Jokic plus good players equals maybe a 50-win team. For sure. Utah, though. I'm thinking about it. Did they make any big additions uh, in the offseason? Yeah, I don't think so. I think they just kept Whiteside? <laughs> I think that's I mean, he's what a it big is. man, but... Yeah, I think they just kept Whiteside. Um, Mitchell, Clarkson, Conley, the classic. Ingles. Rudy Gay. Rudy Gay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. They just got like... They have Mitchell... They're Gobert running it back. It just sounds Conley. like they're straight up running it back. And great shooters. Yeah, they're running it back. So what are they hoping for? Mitchell to just take another quantum leap? Mitchell to take a leap, uh, regular season to like run away and like have home court advantage and right. not blow it against the Clippers this year again. Damn. Yeah. They got the most consistency in like regular season. Um, Do you know their over under win total? That Utah? Vegas is projecting? No, it's okay. probably in like the 50s. Yeah. Let me see. I can even search for it. Yeah, if I was 50s, 15, 30, 15, 32, uh, 54 and a half, 53 and a half. But I'm going I'm <laughs> to, final answer, 53 and a half, Utah over under. I don't see it. I, all I see is their, um, their finals uh, championship odds, which is 14 to 1. Also Still not good. terrible. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it'll be Utah or Denver there. Portland, 8 I, to 1 to win the division. The thing about Portland <laughs> that like I find myself forgetting they're good with Nurkic. Yes, and Nurkic is back. He's a really good center. And when he plays, he is a like 
he puts up massive numbers sometimes does he have off does he have going like cold streaks i think like sometimes i look and he has got like a 2020 game mm. and then sometimes i look and he's not quite they kind of platooned him last year when he was playing with Whiteside, i believe or canter yeah canter that's right so i think i don't think he ever got like his full if he was going to get 32 minutes he never like got like a like a season's worth of that and when yeah. he does i find him to be like 20 and 14 yeah if he can just have a full season that's a real roster yeah um an eight to one to win the division but i just don't see i i do think they're the third best team in the division i don't think they're better than utah and i don't think they're better than denver the question is billups right i mean like <laughs> right they got a new coach when you see a new coach come in sometimes it's really amazing yeah like monty williams at phoenix exactly exactly <laughs> like just like change the whole culture and everyone played for each other and won yeah could he, billups be that dude I think the problem with Stotts is that they, he didn't coach defense very much. So like okay. Portland would try to outscore people. So okay. maybe if Billups like brings that Detroit Pistons. Was he known for his defense? His name was Mr. Big Shot. No, he was not. He's but clutch. he played for a defensive team. Okay. He like he played in the era of defense on the most defensive So does team. he hire his other teammates to be his coaches? Maybe or yeah, sign Ben Wallace as a backup center. Yes, that's never a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be a really good stretch five. I think he's been working on his corner threes. I think Nene played in Summer League or something like that. That's it was right. like what the Yeah, they had two hell? like random thirty four year olds on the Portland Trailblazer. <laughs> that was an there. odd thing to see. I forget the other one, but it was like a Nene. Oh, was it Kenneth Fareed, maybe? Fareed. Yeah. There I confused him a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Understandable. Different animals. Uh, all right. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Pacific Division. This one's fun. Um, Lakers favorites, but not huge. They are plus money. So a $100 bet would give you $110. Okay, interesting. Uh, Number two is the Phoenix Suns. Plus 220. Interesting. Plus 220. Regular season chemistry. Their team is, they know what they're doing and they know how to win. Mm Uh. Golden State is third at plus 450. Interesting. Yeah, that's like basically Steph, Draymond, and enough of Clay to win a shit ton of games. Am I wrong in saying Clay practiced with them recently? He did. Non scrimmage, non contact, but like shoot around, having fun practice. Who's more universally beloved, Clay Thompson or Dame Lillard? By wow. NBA fans. I mean, those are like one and two in whatever order. Yep. I would, I would think. God, that's a good question. Both different versions of cool. <laughs> exactly. One is just like chill, kind of stonered out. I'm on a boat with my dog and he's wearing sunglasses. Loves Will Ferrell movies. My yeah. source sunglasses. That's right. The other is like, I rap really well and make amazing shots. That's right. Maybe, the maybe definition Dame of cool. Is, maybe Dame is slightly more hated because he's sent teams home. Mm. Whereas Clay's, although the Warriors were pretty hated by the end there too. For sure. Nobody wanted to face But the did Warriors. they hate 
I don't know if they ever hated well, either one of them are hateable. Yeah. They're just such cool guys. I think that ultimately Clay's probably the most universally beloved. Yeah, because he's like he is like a dog. Like he's done nothing wrong. He wants no enemies. That's right. He doesn't wave goodbye after he makes nine threes in a quarter or whatever. And he's better at defense. Yeah. He's, and comedy. Yeah. And he's God, those are two great shooters. People like shooters. Yeah. Uh the Kings are twenty five to one. That seems like that should be in the Detroit Pistons eighty to one range. I don't see a world where the Sacramento Kings win this division because the other teams are the Clippers who are eight to one. But they're not. It's so weird. They need Monty Williams. Yeah, like that team needs Monty Williams. The Instead, Sacramento they have Kings. Luke Walton, and they will not fire him. That's such a weird thing. They, like he consistently doesn't. They, I don't think they've made the playoffs in fifteen years, which is hard to do in the NBA. and like the one year that they were like better than average. Vladi Divac was miserable. He yeah. was like, we were supposed to be bad this year. And we're just like, <laughs> what are you going after Sacramento? They can't even fail correctly. But they have talent. That's what's so frustrating. Like they have some they have some real good players on that team. It's true. So why should would they be eighty to one? It's just like track record. I, I think it and then it's also like the Suns, Lakers, Clippers, and Warriors are they have the worst division to be in. Yeah. That's like, just murderers row. Yes. Like the Suns were supposed to be the average team and they went to the Western Conference Finals right. last year. Um, Can the Suns withstand an injury to Chris Paul? Uh, I feel like the Lakers can withstand an injury to most of their superstar players. Right. Well, the Suns, I don't know. They have a more like uniformly balanced team. Like mm-hmm. It's not like the big three and then a right. bunch of role players. They have like Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, and right. then like, kind of like Utah. Like, like I'm trying to figure out on the Suns which player you cannot afford to miss for any called 20 game stretch yeah is it booker probably booker because mm-hmm. he's there we need a bucket go get it kind right. of guy and uh-huh. he's like 24 or whatever yeah chris paul in his late 30s he retires a laker correct <laughs> he's got, lakers win a title this year chris paul somehow finds his way to get signed yeah. and traded just, to the lake show for so, sure he needs that title he needs the ring feels like an inevitability um that was crazy on the lakers media day where it's like and here's our future hall of famers and the lakers just have like this sweeping shot of like westbrook lebron ad dwight carmelo's there too rondo i think i might be missing one but it was marcus all is just like on a plane waving down also like i'm one too no we got rid of him i know but i'm saying like he was he could have just as soon been in the frame too if he wasn't flying back to spain right now instead it was deandre jordan who's also a another great player who's in his 30s for whatever reason so it's obviously good that the lakers have seven hall of famers on their roster but is it good that they have seven 34 year old i did the math last night i yep. added up their roster yep uh the combined age of the lakers roster it yep. was with i think 15 players on it maybe 16 one extra yep 528 years old that's a lot of course, it's decontextualized. No one adds ages together. Right. But everyone was... Average, but it's definitely the, the oldest team. Had to be. Yeah. Multiple 36-year-olds. Because it, ha- it has like four of the five <laughs> oldest players. You keep bringing them in. Yes. It's like, is it Palenka's like looking like just in the age category on basketball reference? That's right. And he's just like, who's up there still? Who's 39? That's is not rebounds, available? Rob. That is not rebounds per game. <laughs> like that is straight up birthday. ages per age. Yeah. We need DeAndre Jordan. That's what we need. Um, so question mark, um, better regular season, better regular season. Do you think that it's Phoenix than the Uh, Lakers? It might be just because of consistency, but I can also see a world where the Lakers have like a year that they had, um, was it two years ago where they were just like, Whoa, like 18 and four now and on a mission. Right. They Uh, do have that. If someone gets hurt, there's so many other players to fill in. Russ is suddenly this huge bandaid. My question would be. 
The Suns were in the Western Conference Finals, or excuse me, in the NBA Finals last year. Yeah. So you'd think that teams are going to be, quote-unquote, gunning for them. Are teams going to be gunning for the Lakers more than they're going to be gunning for the Suns? Probably. So the Lakers are going to get every team's best effort most nights, whereas the Suns may not. Yes, I think so. That is devastating and unfair for the Lakers. <laughs> but I mean, that's that's what happens when you're LeBron and the Lakers, and right. then you also add Westbrook. I right. think they're, yeah. People are, I mean, that's going to be like the national games and mm-hmm. the Lakers are coming to town and you want to test your team and see how they do. You're uh, betting $500 on the winner of this division. Who do you take? I Probably the Lakers. Because I'm, I mean, one, I'm already rooting for them anyway. And two, like, even if one of our superstars sits, mm-hmm. it's like Westbrook to AD is probably going to beat um, 80% of the teams in the NBA. From a profit standpoint, yeah, you're saying you'd rather win five fifty off of five hundred than eleven hundred off of. Because if I'm not taking the Lakers, then I'm taking the Suns at plus two twenty. Yeah, yeah, not that's a, that's not not enough, not enough. Yeah, right. For or, you to suddenly and the be a Warriors, Suns I think fan. Clay is not going to be um, back yet. Mm-hmm. I think he's going to join in the middle of the season. All right. I guess we're betting on seven Hall of Famers to win the regular season. Doesn't seem that hard. Yeah. Also, but it's also an age thing. So, like, usually the older teams rest and don't necessarily care about the regular season as much. So you're going to rest the 37-year-old for the 34-year-old? It's like at some point. And then there's Kendrick Nunn who's there for some whatever reason. And Malik Monk and like, yeah, Taylor Horton Tucker. They're like, we are on Twitch down here. (laughs) Oh, you old men and your wine are doing up there. AD's right in the middle. He's playing games with the young kids. He's getting wine with the old guys. Who do you think who do you think he prefers to hang out with? LeBron. LeBron. Always. (laughs) (laughs) Always the right answer. Uh, okay. The Atlanta Hawks uh, are the Southeast Division Mm. favorites at plus one twenty, kind of Lakers ish odds. Oh, but they're tied with the Miami Heat. Mm. Our first tie. So it's either the Hawks or the Heat, and if you want a long shot, it's the Hornets, the Magic, or the Wizards. Hornets. Imagine if LaMelo just devastated. That would be cool. Yeah. Um, the, the Hawks, Hawks are, are the good. second best team in the East, right? Yeah, I mean, they're, they last were year. last year. Yeah. Um, and, and like they, they were, were taking the... out like legit teams. Like They took out the Knicks, who was a good team. They took out the Sixers, who was like a good team. Yeah. They were, they and were they like, almost t- beat the Bucs. They, they almost were, made the finals. They were beating teams. Like They were really good. <laughs> And Trae Young just, wasn't scared. Exactly. That's scary for us. Like, yeah. he might be Steph Curry, and that might suck. That would, what an insane trade that was, like, on draft night. Like, two of the best players in the NBA just straight up swapped for each other. Was there a clear winner? Is it still the Mavs? Yeah, still the Mavs. Is the gap closed, though, between how obvious it was that the Mavs won the trade? Yeah, I would say. I would think. I mean, the interesting thing is if you ask Hawks fans, I bet they would be like, we prefer Trey. No doubt. Yeah, we want this guy. No doubt. Yeah. <laughs> Culturally, he fits. He's he amazing. Is. And he's like making shots from 40 feet out. And they actually won playoff series. You they know who won more won than playoff series. Is exactly. Like exactly. He's right. like had a better playoff <laughs> career so far. Like he's winning it so far. How does a 23-year-old walk into MSG? Mm-hmm. Every 18,000 people booing mm-hmm. vociferously mm-hmm. not get phased at all. I have the answer he to that. He pulls up a 37-footer and mm-hmm. does a little I'm cold motion. After. I have the answer to that. Yeah. When he was 10 years old, yeah. he would go into pack gyms and be two feet shorter than everyone else <laughs> and dog all of them and bow. At 15 and 16, <laughs> smaller than everybody, dog everybody, bow. So he, it's, in his, it's in his DNA now. It's all he knows. People have probably been yelling like, you small fuck from the sideline yeah. forever and just yelling Chanting at him. about his hair. Exactly. Not and, phased at all. No. It's fuel to the fire. <laughs> drop 40 on you. Drop 40 on you. Drop 40 on MSG. It's what he's been doing his whole life it's quite awesome it's really insane like i get nervous while i'm just playing practice 
tennis matches with a friend like ooh, i'm up and i don't want to blow this and yes. i'm feeling like kind of tight i think that anybody who plays street basketball can relate to the pressure of we're shooting for teams yeah exactly. and now it's just a That's straight pressure. line of making one free throw just to be able to play <laughs> trey young is light years beyond that <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly he's not scared of yeah. shooting he'll make the free throw yeah. He's probably going to play this game. <laughs> Let's let Trey play anyway. I feel bad. <laughs> she has to sit and do dribbling drills while we just brick. <laughs> uh, the Heat got Kyle Lowry. Do you see their fun media day goof arounds with Bam and Jimmy? Yeah. How did you think it was that goofy and fun? Uh, was they little, were goofing. It was goofing, but it was a little a little corny. Yeah. But yeah. That Heat energy feels like strictly business to me. Like even when they're joking, there's like an air of like, but we're at work. They're cool. They are cool. Jimmy Butler, Bam Adebayo, Kyle Lowry, Duncan Robinson, Tyler Hero. Yeah. yeah. They're cool. I don't know if they're going to be a regular season juggernaut. Maybe mm. maybe Kyle Lowry actually changes that. Yeah. Like, I wonder what Kyle Lowry at this stage in his career is saying. Like, do I want to win 60 games in the regular season or do I just want to win in the playoffs? Right. You know? Um, and Kyle Lowry's already been there, so he's it's not necessarily ring chasing. I think he's more like uh, he misses the competition the yeah. thrill of like him and jimmy butler next to each other that's, that's like a lot good. of that's energy legit. and yeah that might, listen, if you i mean it's a toss-up between those two teams hawks and heat who would you bet on hawks yeah hawks just the heat the heat seem like the obvious choice better talent yada yada the hawks just seem like golden state the year before they actually became golden state where it was I like see. god damn like no matter what you do they're moving faster than you and yeah. like Trey is unstoppable. <laughs> That's what he really feels like Steph to me, where it's like, oh my God, this is it. It's yeah. happening now. If you double team him, he'll pass. And if you don't, then he'll just shoot above anything. He can get any foul. Like he, he'll get fouled <laughs> on every single shot he takes. Although they changed the rule now. He will change with it. I guarantee <laughs> you. You already had that plan. <laughs> yes. Don't worry. He will change he with it. He has people in his camp that are like, it's coming down. You need to be ready. Yeah. There's yeah. no more pump fakes and then launch your body. The Lakers didn't angle. have a player who did that, now that I think about it. Knicks had Emmanuel quickly. Yeah, who hunted fouls like that. Just would like stop on a dime, knowing you're trailing behind him, stick his ass out, and get the bump and not care about the shot. Yeah, that's interesting. I never I never cared for that, and but I've never had to root for a player that did that too. Like it's also James a Harden. young man's move to a certain extent, and the Lakers are so few have so few of those type of players. Right. Where it was like, we've been doing this since we were 16 maybe rondo rondo seems like a guy who would do it yes he would like he would almost like go have a summer camp where he just teaches it exclusively <laughs> he would never be caught dead doing it uh can't wait for the regular season to start actually lakers nets preseason is like in four days and the lakers i believe kick off the season on october 19th yeah they play is it the warriors they it's two really huge games it might also be like nets and bucks that night too. yeah yeah that's well, gonna be fun yep uh i thought oh, it used to start by halloween yeah they pushed it because of corona and all that so everything's starting a little earlier and finishing a little later to adjust there's like more space in the middle or something in between games yeah everything was pushed and now they're slowly starting to push it back okay um okay the southwest division is all the texan teams plus memphis and nolens mm -hmm. um rockets are out they're 80 to 1 yeah, that's another one. Every they're division, the, every the division G League has... Ignite team. Like, yeah. They're just like, call people up, see if you can score 50. We'll get you a contract on a different team. It's low-key rooting for the Rockets. Spurs are 66-1. to one. Popovich. <laughs> this is just a division we're talking about, folks. Just get the four seed. Uh, Pelicans are 7-1. to one. That I don't like. Zion plus Ingram plus whatever else. Yeah. Weird situation. Grizzlies are plus 200, 2-1. Two wow, 200. I think that's the first time we've heard that. That's yeah. insulting. 
Um, oh, sorry, not 200 to 1, uh, plus 200, so 2 to 1. Okay, that makes yeah. way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Cha had a big step back. Uh, and then the Mavericks are minus 150. Huge favorites. You, Mavericks might go to the NBA Finals this year. You think they're just like, they just happen to have run into the Clippers too many times? People didn't think Serbia was going to go as far as they did in the <laughs> Olympics. At some point, these guys just can take teams on a ride. Yeah, and Luke is one of those guys. Yes. Question is Jason Kidd. Right. Jason, I spill soda on the court to buy myself a timeout, kid. Jason Kidd coached the Bucks, left, and they got a lot better. Yeah. He coached the Nets, they le- he yeah. left, and they got a lot better. And the Mavs organization didn't seem like it was all sunshine and rainbows when Carlisle left. No. So, like, I don't know if he's the Band-Aid, like, he's the solution that everyone needed to pull this off. Gonna be interesting. I don't know. Yeah. Um, could you see him and Luka Doncic butting heads? You could. You could. You could. You could definitely see that. Yeah. One star point guard not mm-hmm. respecting the other. He also said that he wants um, Porzingis to play basketball, act like a basketball player this That's year. That's the big question mark. Mm. And huge, he kind of looks seven like foot a question, four question mark. Yeah. yeah. Seven <laughs> foot three inch question mark. When he's great, he looks like mm-hmm. the best human in the world. Like right. created in a science lab, this fucking Dirk Nowitzki on steroids, That's just right. making 41 footers. Never seen before. <laughs> And then when he's bad, he's like, what are you doing? You're seven foot three and you're getting two rebounds a game. That's right. I think that the catch is he's seven foot three and can shoot the three. So Carlisle was like, stay in the corner and shoot the three. Because when you act like a Jason Kidd, quote unquote, basketball player, now you're cutting to the hole. Now you're doing all these athletic moves and you're also seven foot four. And we've seen what happens when you do that. You blow out your ACL. Your legs are just so long. There's so much room (laughs) for error. So you have to like pick how do you want to use him effectively and one, he shoots, and it's annoying and boring, and he doesn't get rebounds. Or two, he gets hurt because he's just playing in the paint. Why doesn't he just like play like almost like a Kevin Durant in the post? Like yep. whenever he like grabs the ball, yep. someone who is six foot eight will be guarding him. Yep. Turn and shoot. Yep. <laughs> yep. He would, and people would find fault in that too. They'd be like, "This is just like Lamarcus Aldridge. Why are we paying yeah. him a max deal for this?" You know, it's like because in theory he should be making sixty five percent of those eight foot step backs. It's the like catch of being seven foot four and athletic is that like while seemingly you can do everything you have to choose what one thing you're going to do really well and you're never going to make people happy well hopefully luca figures it out and tells jason kidd uh i think that was it those are the last division okay um so we like the nets to win the atlantic of course no brainer um the bucks obviously going to win the central no brainer uh utah or denver Minus 220 or plus 270. I think I can I can see Denver getting past Utah. Mm-hmm. I'm going to take Utah there. Um, Pacific Division, do you like the Lakers or the Suns? I'm going to take the Lakers there. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, Southeast is a toss-up. I think I like Miami and you liked Atlanta. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler um, is one of the, and Kyle Lowry. It doesn't seem like two guys that nail it in off. ever. Yeah, no games off. Mm-hmm. And then Bam. Bam is just awesome. And then Dallas? Dallas to win the Southwest. If we were to bet mm-hmm. six for six, yeah. is there a way to do that? And what would the payout be? Let's see. A parlay of all six. Yeah. We got the Nets. We got the Bucks. Mm-hmm. We got, I'll give you Utah since they're more likely. Appreciate give that. Give the Lakers. Mm-hmm. I'll give you the, I'll give you the Heat instead of the Hawks if okay. you prefer. Okay. And lastly, Dallas mm-hmm. to win. Uh, I'm looking at at least, <laughs> I'd want... 18 to 1 odds. You almost fucking nailed it. Eight, it's 17 and a half to 1. A hundred dollar bet wins 17.50. Damn, that little moment made me sound like a way savvier gambler yeah. than I actually am. <laughs> yeah, just like just doing the uh parlay calculator on the And we my went head. with Miami, not Atlanta. I'm 18. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, 18 to 1 is right. Right on. Who messes that up? Any team who gets one injury. I mean, yeah. it's impossible to guess. We'd be taking long looks at the Sun season. We'd be taking long looks at the uh, Hawks season at yeah. that point. Being like, just please don't get hot. Please get that injury to get off our backs. Right, right, right. 17 uh, and a half to 1. It's not bad. Not bad. That'd be kind of fun. You literally have everything on the line all the time. You're mm-hmm. rooting for every single game. Like, <laughs> I can't have the Hornets win. I need the Hawks to win. I need the Heat to lose. That's what I need in between daily fantasy, regular <laughs> fantasy, other gambling, and just watching the NBA. Is <laughs> something long, medium to long-term-ish on the line. This will complement the over-under draft on top of all those other <laughs> things I'm thinking about, too. Uh, it's never enough. No. Uh, all right, sweet. William, thanks for coming by. Happy to do it. Um, all right. Where can people listen to more of you? Um, no Joke Podcast. You know the drill. At Billy Scafuri on all social medias. All right. Hell yeah. Uh, and thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back soon enough. And then we're going to have real basketball games to discuss. Probably with an over-under draft in the next two weeks, Amir. We do, do, we do need to do that. It's got to be the fourth or fifth at this point. Yeah, we're getting there. Damn. That'd be fun. Uh, cool. Okay, cool. See you guys soon. Bye. That was a HeadGum Podcast.